2: And happy Monday to all you lovely listeners out there. Thank you so much for being here with us today. We have a very special show. Today we have a wonderful guest right here from the Toginet family. Woohoo! Shout out to Toginet. Leah Jansen is a mom on a mission. And that mission is to show other moms that having babies and running a business is not exclusively mutually exclusive, excuse me, uh, that it is possible to create a life that mirrors the most important values in your life. And that includes your family value and your value of freedom. Less than two years ago, Leah took a leave of absence from her six-figure stable career to become a stay-at-home mom who balanced babies, bottles, and ambition. And within only one year, Leah matched her annual salary as a life and business coach. And I'll tell you what, I'm here to tell you that that ain't easy to do. She got to work from home, help people, and spend more time with her children, and so Leah was able to really, really rein in all of her values and her dream and just make it happen. So Leah's mission was to design a work life that fit her family's needs, and she's done that, and you know what? She believes that you can do it too. So today, we're here to talk about what stops people from achieving their dreams and creating a life that mirrors those inner values and having it all. So I am so pleased to welcome Toginet's sister, Leah Jansen, to the Million Dollar Mindset. Hey, Leah.
3: Hey, Marla. How are you? I'm so happy so to be today. here. I'm, I'm excited to be here with you this, mor- this morning. I say this morning, it's 2
2: o'clock. <laughs> ah, yeah, this is I, only I, 1 o'clock here in Chicago, but I get you. <laughs> the
3: daylight savings yeah. is throwing me off, right? <laughs>
2: oh girl I I'll tell you what I don't know how you do it I don't know how you are even making the time to be here you just had another baby yeah
3: I did I had a baby girl uh, about five and a half weeks ago so you know what when it's it's and thank you and I I told you I enjoy doing this. This is my passion, and I think when we're passionate about things, we make time for them, and we make it work. And that's part of, you know, what uh, – thank you for that beautiful introduction. I, I, I appreciate everything you said. That was so nice. I have to do more shows. This is great. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, you certainly deserve it because you, you know, I know as a coach that it is not easy to make ends meet sometimes, you know, and because we're we're out there coaching, we're out there helping people, mm-hmm. and to find more people to help, you know, is like marketing in any other business. It's not easy. So the fact that you could make a comfortable income and be home with your your family is just amazing and a rare feat and it really makes you an expert because there are a lot of people coaches not just coaches out there trying to do it so I'm so excited to have you thank
3: you Marla thank you I I I really appreciate that because I have worked hard but I think that I you know I got lucky in a sense that I got into um, you know a group of people that liked my my work and then you know, word of mouth spread and referrals, and I really got to, um, you know, get some great clients who referred me, and I continue to build it. And it's been, it's been quite a ride. It's it's only been I've been in business about. Um, little less than two years and I took a big leap of faith and said I'm not going to go back to my job I really wanted to be home with the kids and you know mm-hmm. I had a little pressure on myself which I think sometimes it can be a good thing sometimes it's not but it helped me and I really made made sure that the work that I did do with the clients I had was exceptional work and that that's what I think is the key to keeping me busy in my business is that people referred me because I gave them great service.
2: Yeah, building a referral based business like that is just everybody's dream. So obviously, you are an exceptional coach. Leah, let's talk a little bit about people who are out there that that have the dream like you did, you know, they they know what they want, but something stops them from achieving it. And as coaches, we get to see that in people all of the time and, and hopefully help them over those barriers. What are some of the most common things that you see that that really put up the roadblocks for people?
3: Well, I think This is a great question, Marla, because I think a lot of people out there are contemplating taking this big step and they have these great ideas. And there's a lot of things that get in the way. The biggest one being fear, which I know you were talking about, um, and how fear can can hold us back and paralyze us in so many ways. You know, the fear of making enough money, the fear of losing money and putting ourselves out there and not being able to take care of our families. And what what if our idea isn't is isn't a good one what if our product isn't a good one what if our service is not right. needed and we're, we we think that it's this great you know this great idea no one out there is going to buy it um but at the same time there's so many opportunities now especially you know with this economy being what it is and people getting more creative and not taking what once was a stable job there is no such thing anymore <laughs> so mm, you know no. there's no such thing as the stable job or no. the the you You know, the The company that's going to hire you for 30, 40 years and you're going to retire with this pension and everything is going to be grand. It just, it's not, it's not happening. So this is the time to take that chance. And I encourage a lot of my clients to really to make it happen because if you're sitting there every night, you're laying in bed thinking about your idea and what should I do and how do I take the next step? Then it's this, you know, it's making you restless. Like we, you know, I said on my website, you have this dream making that's making you restless. You have to try and take that first step. So I forget what your question was. I think it was, what what is the obstacle we you're getting in the world? I'm like, you answered what was your question? <laughs> I, you, you answered you know. it really well. Basically,
2: in a nutshell, fear. Fear right. is, um, and I couldn't agree with you more, Leah. You know, fear seems to be the number one obstacle. And, mm-hmm. you know, we throw up, don't we? We throw up other obstacles like, um, oh, not enough time, not enough money, right. not enough this, too much that. But really, if we boil it all down, and and reduce that sauce it all comes out with to fear it's all
3: about fear Mm -hmm. everything every excuse that we make every uh roadblock that we put up every distraction that we allow to happen (laughs) oh i couldn't do it this week because of blah 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 x y and z i was too busy or this or that it you know but how do we get over the fear that's the million dollar question and my my straight-up answer to that is you have to make the dream and the vision big enough. Mm-hmm. If the dream and the vision is big enough, it will overcome any fear that you have.
2: Because so big enough. Um, yeah, let's talk more about that. Yeah, let's talk that more mean?
3: about a, The vision has to be really, really compelling. Your, your, whatever you're doing, your reason for doing it. Whatever your mission is, you know, you, you read what my, my personal mission is, but what, why are you doing this business? Are you passionate about helping people? Do you want to, you know, make more money to put your kids through college? What is your real reason behind what you're doing? Because if it's not driving you, if it's not getting you out of bed in the morning and making you really excited about, about it, then you're not going to get over that fear. That fear will win. The fear will win if the, yeah. if, the, if the vision and the dream isn't big enough.
2: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I'll, I'll even take that. That is so right on. And I often even take that further with certain clients who mm-hmm. who aren't necessarily quite passionate enough about their business. Mm-hmm. And I I'm sure you do this, too. As coaches, we like to help. Our clients find the purpose behind the business sometimes yes. because maybe it's not the actual business right. that makes that is the passion. Right?
3: Right? Yeah. Exactly. I'm, yes. We're say, we're speaking the same language. We're saying the same thing. <laughs> we are saying the same. We yeah. are we are totally on the same page. I agree. I like that. What's the passion behind the you know the purpose behind yeah. the business? Because that's yeah. where the drive yeah. is, right, Marla? That's where that's what's going to what's going to get you over those obstacles because you and i both know even in any business whether it's successful or not you have you have obstacles i mean there are it ebbs and flows just like anything else and there's going to be doubts and, and times that are harder than others so we always have to get through that but what gets you through that what gets me through that is my you know my vision my 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 dream of making this bigger and being able to stay home and then taking it one step further and being able to stay home and hire Mm -hmm. an assistant, you know, whatever whatever I'd like to do down the road. Right? Wouldn't that be nice? Yes. So Uh, I I try and get my my clients to tap into that really, that, that vision, that compelling reason, purpose behind what they're doing.
2: Yeah, yeah, the purpose and and the big picture and the plan. Then there's yeah. always that, right? The fear comes about because we don't know what steps to take next and we get overwhelmed and we yes. don't know if it's going to work. And yes. so having a plan in place is critical.
3: Yes, having a plan in place that's for per- Absolutely, because you're right. There's that overwhelm and well what do I do first? And then you start spinning your wheels and, and you're not getting you're not getting anywhere. You're just, you know, running in circles all the time. And that's where coaches like you and I come into play. We can help break it down and say, Okay, what's the most important step? What should you do first? And why? And as they process that for us, they hear themselves and they come to their own answers, right? They figure out, well, you know, I really should mm-hmm. get that website up and going. Okay, well, there's your answer right there. Mm-hmm. And they say, wow, Leah, you helped mm-hmm. me so much. Well, I didn't really. <laughs> you knew what to do all along. <laughs> I just, you know, found a way to extract that from you. So, yes, get a plan in yeah. place. That's a very important, um, very important step because it's, it can be overwhelming. Yeah.
2: It can. And those answers are within all of us. And when we come back from this break, Leah, I'd love to talk about identifying the fear. And here we go into break.
1: Unlocking the secrets in you. To create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after
0: these. Wondering how to market, where to invest, where to advertise, where to find the right advice, or what to do about taxes? Doing business today is a complex venture, and that's where all BizTalk comes in. All BizTalk helps businesses and individuals find the right path to their success and learn more about the ideas, products, and services used by today's top professionals. Success leaves clues, so if you want to be successful, it's always best to listen to the people who have already been where you want to be. Our hosts are unbiased and will ask the hard questions taking your calls to help connect you with the right professionals people who can help you get a better handle on your personal and business choices all biz Talk is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future join all biz Talk tuesday afternoons at one pacific three central at AllBizTalk.com. All with your Look who's-
1: Was were sad because right. he had a deaf ear, mommy, and dad. Right. But that ain't the case. Nope. It wasn't his fate. No, nope. the walls never struggled to communicate. <laughs> Y'all wave your hands. Look who's on. our the go man keep keith. And- number one. It's That Keith Wan Show on Toginet.com Wednesday nights at 8, 7 central. Every week, That Keith Juan Show will have guests that share their experiences, expertise, opinions, and personal lives with us to hopefully help us better understand others. The topics and guests will come from the American Sign Language community. For more on Keith Juan and the show, go to his website com. Listen with an open mind and willingness to learn and help with the cultural bridge. Number, number one. Keith's number one. Don't miss That Keith One Show, Wednesday nights at 8, 7 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to The Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's The Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka.
4: We are here today with TogiNet's sister and fabulous, fabulous life and business coach Leah Jensen and we're talking about fear and, and how, you know, we can put up such a block to achieving our dreams and our goals. And we're going to talk in a minute about how to how to take a look and really discover what's stopping you from getting to the next level in your life or your business or pursuing those dreams that are making you restless. And I shared on Inc. today my secret for turning fear into opportunity. And it's a sweet story. I use the story of my kid sister and what she's going through right now. And uh, I hope that you'll all check it out because I learned something really incredible from my kid sister, and the reason that that is so significant, one of the reasons is that Janine is Down syndrome. She has Down syndrome, and uh, it's just I have learned throughout my entire life how how ironic it is, I guess, that we constantly gain lessons from Janine. And I wanted to share this lesson with you. So go to Inc. com, INC dot com, just just search on my name and you'll see my articles come up. And uh check out my secret for turning fear into opportunity. And we're back with life and business coach Leah Jensen. Leah, welcome back. I'm so excited. This is such a fun conversation. <laughs> This is great, Marla. Thank you again for having me. Oh, totally. Leah, tell our listeners where they can find you online.
3: Oh, great. Thank you. You can find me at com. That's L E A H J A N. P-Z-E-N.com, and on my website, you just read a little bit about me and my story, which is what you, you talked about earlier, Marla, in my fabulous introduction. Thank you again for that. Uh, I basically, it was I'm on a mission, and I want to help other moms, other women, and support and encourage them to do what I did, which was um, which can be done. And I talk about how I rock my business while I rock my babies, and I'm literally doing that now as I... rock my newborn baby to sleep and type with one hand and do the other. And I I think if you're, you know, like we had said earlier, if your vision and your dream is big enough, you will make the time and you will sacrifice the things that you can sacrifice in order to make your business what you want it to be. And it can be whatever you want. It can be big. It can be a little bit of extra income. It can just be something that you're passionate about, helping people, Um, whatever it is. If you can dream it, you can achieve it. And that's the truth. And I love the way that you say that. It just puts such perspective on it, because so many people think
4: that if they have this dream and they really step into it and and begin that journey, that it means that they have to make it all happen overnight. And
3: that's just yeah. not realistic, and that's part of what blocks us, Right. Oh, you know what, you really hit on something there, Marla. That's the truth. We, a lot of, I mean, that's the the funny thing is people who, who go into business for themselves are typically very self-motivated, type A, self-directed, Type people, right? So, what goes hand in hand with that personality is we want immediate gratification. We, we want this thing to take to take off right away, and we want to be you know superstars overnight. And that's one of the big obstacles is that it, it it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to be baby steps, and slowly you will get there and you will see the success, but you have to be patient. So a lot of people just say, oh, forget it. It's not going to it's not going to be what I want it to be, and they give up and they give yeah. up. But That's and then you're right we have to be it's not going to happen overnight but if you work hard slowly you'll build it up yeah
4: and when I think of all the people I know personally today whether it's through social media or close friends or you know peers whoever they are that had they given up what What an incredible opportunity so many others would have missed because of what they provide to to folks out there, whether it's in product or service Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. wisdom, whatever. And so we don't want our listeners to give up. So let's help them to identify whether or not fear is stopping them from taking the next step forward. Mm So, Leah, what are some of those provocative questions or exercises or what have you that you ask your clients to really unearth the reason that they've been kind of marching in place, if you will, for too long?
3: Well, I think I try and get to the root of what their fear is about. Is it more about a personal? Because a lot of times when we do our own business, we're really putting ourselves out there. And They're afraid of people seeing them not succeed. Well, what if I do this and I take this chance and I open this business or I I put myself out there and I don't get any clients and no one and everyone sees me sort of flop? We're so concerned with what others think that we're, we're we're not staying within ourselves. We're looking outside of ourselves. So I encourage my clients to just let go of what everyone else is thinking because what I tell them is, they don't really care about you all that much. They're too consumed with themselves. (laughs) They're they're not. That's the truth. I'm like, they're not. They don't care about you. They're only focusing on themselves. So just do your own thing, and everyone is doing their own thing, and don't be worried about what if I don't succeed and What's everyone going to say? I think there's a lot of that. We go back to feeling this high school mentality that people are watching us and what if I don't, you know, my family doesn't, doesn't think it's a good idea that I do this. It's a lot of external pressure. So I think that's, you know, one thing that comes up for a lot of my clients. Yeah,
4: yeah, that is so, so true, and, you know, when push comes to shove, you are so right. People, I mean, I'm not going to say they don't care. Not that they don't care, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right, it's just that, you know, everybody who counts wants to see you happy, yes. And if this is what makes you happy, then they want to see you go for it. And, go for it, it. you know, yeah, yeah. And one of my favorite questions to ask my clients if they aren't aware of what the fear is, if because really identifying the fear sometimes. Mm-hmm is a real challenge, especially, you're so right, the people who go into business for themselves are self-starters, they're often a type A personality, they want, and so fear isn't even in their vocabulary, mm-hmm. and right, and so to recognize yep. that they are experiencing fear is so hard, and so one of the questions I love to ask is, what are the negative consequences mm-hmm. of it? This dreamer goal, and that helps to kind of shift perspective. Wow, negative. You know, everybody says right off the bat negative, there are none. I'd be this and I'd be that,
3: you know, but right. if you're not That's doing it. it. There
4: are negative consequences. Yeah,
3: yeah. That's a good way to shake things up because you make you bring up a good point that they're not looking at it as th- their fear. They're not able to identify uh-huh. it right away. Sometimes, you know, I didn't know what my fear was initially. I was like, oh, I'm just going to do this and and I'll, I'll get clients and it'll be great. And then all of a sudden, you know, in the darkest hours, I'm going, oh, you know, that that's what happens if it doesn't go as planned? You know, us. You know, as type A personalities, everything that I've ever decided I wanted to do got done. It happened. Yep. It happened. Yeah. So why wouldn't this? But, you know, there is that in the back of your mind for a lot of people that what if what if it doesn't happen the way I expect it to? Can I handle that kind of rejection? Right. And that's a that's a fear. Oh. oh, that rejection thing, right? Yeah, that rejection thing. That one is tough. That oh. one is tough.
4: Yeah, so what are a few words of wisdom around that whole topic?
3: Well, that I think a lot of that people who have, anyone who has done anything remarkable or extraordinary has gotten rejected, has, has gotten no's, has had the door slammed in their face. What I try and do, and I encourage my clients to do, is read stories about people who have been successful yeah i think that i i do it myself all the time it motivates me so much when i read about someone like wow they you know they couldn't get their books sold or they no one wanted to to hire them or they had to reconfigure their whole business or change i love hearing how successful entrepreneurs or successful people have been rejected or have had you know the door slammed in their face it just makes you makes them real and it makes our challenges that more that much more um, you know, normal. Like, yeah. oh, okay, you know, then I'm in good company if I'm dealing with the same thing that you know, Donald Trump is right. to deal with or something like that, you know. <laughs> Keep it in perspective.
4: Yeah, yeah, everybody, I think every business owner experiences rejection on one level or another, and um, it, it it is, I mean, that just kind of takes you to the place of, mm-hmm. okay, if this type of person or this demographic or this whatever is continually saying no to my offer, then one of two mm-hmm. things is going on. I've got the wrong target market right. or I'm not phrasing my offer, right? So there's so much to be learned from rejection mm-hmm. that we should be welcoming rejection. Yes, I agree. Right, embracing it. So yeah, shifting a mindset from fearing rejection to embracing it and saying, "Woohoo! What have I got to learn from this?" You
3: know? Yeah, like I hope someone else says no, so I can. And then I think you get closer to the yeses when you get the noes. I think it's just, <gasps> yes. you know, I think it just gets us one step closer. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there pretty soon. I'm going to get someone who says. Yes, I get it. I want it. This is what I'm looking for. And it just takes that one, you know, that one person, that one client or customer that it really clicks and that you get that feeling around, wow, this is what I want my business to look like. Uh This is what I want my business to feel like. This is right. This feels right. And that feeling, and then you operate from that place. Yes.
4: Yeah, that understanding. Mm -hmm. And it is. When you first start out, I mean, gosh, you know, when I started coaching, I had no idea who my target market was. I really mm-hmm. didn't. And I just started doing it. And then I assessed all my clients, and I was like, you know what, this is who I love, 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 love coaching. And mm-hmm. I just made that my target market. And, and uh, it, you know, no looking back from that point. That's the, right.
3: You
4: know, but, but that's another good uh, – go ahead. Go ahead, Marla. No, I was just going to say that we're going to go in the break in a minute, so I'm opening up a whole other topic here. But I, I had a but, feeling it was, yeah.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> but, you know, that's the other thing to, to realize is that the fear doesn't necessarily ever stop or subside, right? Because, no. The first fear is, will I make this happen? Will I really be able to help my clients? Will I really get this turn this product
3: out so that it's a useful product? Right,
4: And then you just go from one to the next to the next. But, again,
3: you learn from those as well. You're right. You're right. But you just said it before. You learn to embrace that fear because it doesn't go away. It's not like, oh, I won't be afraid once I get my first client. Or, oh, the fear will subside when I I have been in business a year and I'll really know what I'm doing. There's always going to be some fear around the next challenge that you have because we always want to grow and we always want to improve so there's always fear when we're when we're changing
4: yes there
3: is it's natural we are going
4: into that next break this is going too fast and we'll be back here in just a minute with leah jensen
1: Fired, downsized, right-sized or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search. Physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All With Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 central here on toginet.com. Join us for self-aid success stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown. And after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 success stories from successful entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu, Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka.
4: Thank you to all of you who are joining us today, and if you're listening to this show live, then I would love to invite you to call in and speak with Leah and myself at 877-864-4869, and uh, let us know what your challenge is so that... We can help you through that. And I'd also like to remind you that tomorrow we're going to be working on rebalancing the chakra system over on my other podcast at EFT Radio Online. So when we have these fear responses and negative things are going on in our world, our energy gets really messed up. And it's important that that energy be in balance so that you can attract into your life the ideal scenario for success and love and abundance. So join me tomorrow at eleven o'clock Central, twelve o'clock Eastern, over at EFT Radio Online for my podcast on EFT tapping. Leah, this has been this is just going so well and just having so much fun talking about, you know, these fear blocks and barriers. And I think we hit on something so important prior to break, and that is that the fear doesn't necessarily go away. And I have spoken to multi billionaires who I've I've had the privilege of interviewing over at Inc. Magazine, and I'll tell you what, you know, embracing the fear, knowing that it's normal, and that you are part of a much larger group Mm. is your
3: first big step, right? Absolutely. I think it really makes you feel a lot better to hear that others are sharing the same fears and have gotten past them and and learned and, and grown from them, because what everyone says to me is, am I the only one who says this? They they ask me that. They say, "Leah, do you have other clients who say the, who who have these fears, who say these things?" And I I say to them, "All of them, all of them. like." And they go, "Really?" They feel so much better just knowing that they're not the only one. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Leah, do you have a story that you feel comfortable sharing with us
4: about a client's success, about somebody who really was able through coaching to identify the blocks and get on with it and make it
3: happen? Yeah, I mean, I think uh – you know, I had to have one person that, that comes to mind, and she. when we started working together, she was afraid of her own shadow. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. literally was had, hadn't worked in years and years, uh, stopped working when she had children and then wanted to go back and, and do something and start her own little business. And she just was so afraid to talk to people and to really kind of, you know, promote herself and talk about her business. And each week we, we would just talk about how she got, was getting out of her own way And just... And how the anticipation was so much worse than the actual act, you know, it was so there was so much fear around, you know. It's just like anything else when you go to the dentist or something that could be painful for me. Uh I don't like the, the dentist. It's just it's it's never as bad as we make it out to be. So she experienced so much fear that it was it was just holding her hostage in all areas of her life, and we just one step at a time got her to. Um you know, start to put together content and write she couldn't she was afraid to write it, and i don 't know what to say and it, it, is this going to be right and that you know analysis paralysis that takes place where people just just stop because they don 't think it 's good enough or they don 't think that it 's going to sound right, and instead of putting out anything, they just freeze so this you know this particular person who we 've been together about a year now. I mean, I've had her friends and, and people I know say to me, she's a different person. She has grown so much, uh, just personally. And it's just the business coaching aside. It's like it's per, it's so much per, because there's so much of us in our business. Is so much it's so personal, okay. you know. It it's business and it's personal. So I try and make my coaching this really all encompassing experience because I know so much of our relationships with our spouses or significant others or. Or children comes into play in our business and how we balance those things. So for her, it was really so personal, and her business just grew as a result of her dealing with some of her personal issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is the beauty of coaching.
4: And I'll tell you what, you bring up a, 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 great, a number of great points there, and the, one of the things that really popped out, for me, it was, you know, writing that marketing content and that fear of just mm-hmm. putting yourself out there. And I'll tell you that if my business were a cat, it would be dead because my <laughs> marketing has had more than nine
3: lives. <laughs> I hear you,
4: Marla. I hear you.
3: <laughs>
4: you know, so, again, I think that's another piece of the puzzle is realizing mm-hmm. that a business is not evergreen, that it grows yes, just yes. like a human being does. Right,
3: right. And you don't have to get it all perfect right out the gate that's right that's right and we that fear of perfection again back to the type a personality that you're typically dealing with you know you and i included i'm sure i want it i wanted exactly right the first time out but meanwhile when we look back at all the different things that we had done that we've done and we did put out there whether it was content or something and we were and now you kind of cringe and look oh gosh that wasn't so great you know (laughs) yeah I know we all do that right but guess what it was if that didn't take place you wouldn't be where you are right now that needed to happen you needed to just get it out there and learn from it, and make it better next time. And it wasn't that bad. You got business from it or exposure or whatever it is. And, but if you don't take that step and make that mistake or, do, you know, put something out there that isn't perfect, you're never going to do anything.
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: You're never, never going to do anything. Yeah. So,
4: Leah, where, where, in your opinion, do these fears come from? Why do we have them?
3: Well, I think they're very natural for us to have them, and if we didn't have them, then we wouldn't be caring so much about what we do. If we were completely fearless and just throwing things out there, then it, it wouldn't there would be no emotion behind it. I think that fear is necessary in a way because it also keeps us in check, and then it's something to overcome. And when we overcome a fear, we feel really good we feel confident and wow i did that i you know if we have a fear of heights or a fear of anything a fear of going to the dentist a fear of roller coasters if you conquer that fear and get past it don't you, you feel so great oh. so i look at it as a necessary evil like it's just something that's part of what makes us keeps us alive and makes us feel like, you know, we, we, we care about something because if we didn't have a fear, we didn't really care enough about it. Yeah. I think that's, that's part of what it is. So I think it's, I am, like you said before, and I love that you said embrace that fear really embrace it and see it as a necess- necessity in your business because it's going to push you to get past it and then get on the other side and stare it in the face and say, I made it. I'm, I'm I'm over you you know yeah. and, and and just look at it acknowledge it and I encourage my co- my clients to like put the fear in a chair and look at it and say I see you I hear you but I'm not going to let you get in my way I'm going to yeah. acknowledge you're there but I'm going to use you to, to make me better
4: I love that. I love that. Yeah, it is. And, you know, a valuable tool, because there are so many tools that we can talk about. I think a really valuable one is is journaling. Um, And one of the reasons I love journaling, there's the typical, well, let's get it out, let's look at it, let's see what it feels like on that. Mm -hmm. But I like to look back at my old journals because it helps me to realize how far I've come. How far and, I've come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if yeah. I can do that, then certainly I can do this. I can conquer this next
3: mountain, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so true. It's like a blueprint. It shows you exactly where you've been, how far you've come, and it really inspires you, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, and it can motivate you into action. Because I'll
4: tell you what, I'll make, I'm making the confession right here on air. You know, sometimes you hear that same old broken record, and you say, "Wait a minute, that was in 1989. I was saying that. I'm yeah. saying that. I gotta stop <laughs> saying that, right, right? Uh-huh.
3: And I have to just do it, right? Yep. And, yep. and so That's that, you. Yeah. Uh, that 's true too, I tell my clients what you know what what are those self limiting beliefs those those phrases you keep saying to yourself over and over again because they, they're out you know what yours are. I know what mine are. everybody has them that they keep saying to themselves that keeps them stuck well i 'm not really a business person uh, i don 't have any training in marketing or i don 't have any you know whatever you don 't have or you know that that can be very very um you know, keeps you stuck. It's it's very self-limiting. Like, oh, no. Well, you keep telling yourself. And I think another another thing people do is they compare themselves oh. to other people. Hello. Oh. And I love social media and I love Facebook and all of these things, but you tend to see what other people are doing, and that can be motivating, and that can also be intimidating. And yes. a lot of my clients go, well, look at her. She's doing this and that, and she has a new, you know, a new group that she's running or she's speaking at this and that and it 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 makes people more fearful. Why aren't I doing that? Yeah. And I think that can be very um, discouraging. Well, yeah. And you know, social
4: media, I'm I'm just a social media queen. I'm going to put it out. I love social media. Yeah, I love, me it, love too. it. But <laughs> we have to remember that mm. everybody puts their best foot forward in social media. And
3: right.
4: We are not seeing the whole picture and I think it's really important to keep that in perspective. I, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm not even gonna mention who this person could possibly be, but it's someone who's very successful and I had the privilege of speaking to her in person and she's a delight. But I'll tell you what, those fears came up in her just like mm-hmm. they do in everyone else. And this is someone you would look at from the outside. Most people would look at and say, oh, my God, what I would give to live that life, you know, wow. television, books, magazines, the whole thing. The fear was still present. That and. 10- you know, so everybody needs a mentor, a coach, a, mm-hmm. you know, someone to whom they can express these
3: fears safely and, uh, and get on and through them. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. So don't to have let someone to, to, you know, let them come out, let those fears be, be heard and, and air them and process them. Because it's so important, I think, to just verbalize. And yeah. and then I say the same things you say to my clients. I go, look, they're, you're only seeing one side of what's going on there, you know. Yeah. Do not, they're only showing, like you said, you're putting your best foot forward, which is what you're supposed to do on social media. Yeah. You're not supposed to whine and complain and talk yeah. about what's not going right. I mean, who's gonna? No, you're not going to no, attract. Listen people. to that. Right.
4: <laughs> Who wants to work
3: with that person?
4: Right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So. Social media is great. Just remember to take it with a grain of salt. And and I know when I started my practice, social media, my response to it was really responsible for a lot of delays and a lot of lack of belief I had in myself. Hmm. So I actually had to go through and unfollow a lot of the people (laughs) that I was following because it was too depressing. We're going to talk more in a minute right after this break.
1: Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready for Officer Radio, every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, on the officer.com. It's powered by the worldwide resources of Officer.com and hosted by editor-in-chief of Officer.com and 30-year law enforcement veteran, Frank Borelli. Officer.com is your source for the latest news, trends, and issues facing the law enforcement community, which change almost daily. New regulations, new things to know about that affect all in law enforcement. Join us each week as Officer Borelli and his guests examine, dissect, and discuss the issues facing our industry. Call in live and join the conversation to get your voice heard. For more law enforcement news and more about the show, go to officer.com. You can even find us on Facebook and Twitter. Then join us live every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Eastern, only on officer.com.
4: as we delve into and discuss fascinating subjects. It's a program to pique your interest
3: for sure.
1: Welcome back to The Million Dollar Mindset,
4: And we are already in the last segment of this fun show, and I hope it's helping all of you out there to realize that you are not alone. And one of my very favorite topics is uh, something called the imposter syndrome, which is exactly that, where people feel like they're out there being an imposter and that they're the only ones with these fear feelings. And Leah and I are both here to tell you today that that is so
3: not true, right, Leah? <laughs> Absolutely, you are in good company if you're having those fears and doubts and and wondering if you're on the right track or you're on the right path. but um, we're here to tell you that keep going, just put one foot in front of the other, you will overcome that fear and be better for it
4: yeah and
3: i I don't know about you, Leah,
4: but one of my well. My first experience with a coach was when I owned my coffee house here near Chicago, and uh, I realized I was so alone, and I was so overwhelmed, and I was so fearful. And one of my customers, I was confiding in this gentleman, and he said, I need to introduce you to my coach, and so he did. And Steve was a phenomenal coach. And for me, that was the first, uh, the, the first feeling was this flood of relief that I'm not alone anymore. Mm -hmm. And so many entrepreneurs try to do it alone, and that
3: can really exasperate those fearful feelings, right? You know, that's so true. It's like because you only have yourself to speak to, and you start to come up with all these ideas and and, and just keep, you know, you're just bouncing it off of yourself and no one else, and you're not getting any kind of perspective. You're only getting your own fear talking back. To another fear it's, it's it's very debilitating and and that's what i found to be hard in my first year in business was that i was by myself doing everything on my own and and found that you know i hired a coach and she really was made me what i am today because she just taught me to you know put my feet on the ground and just take one step at a time And to remind me of how far I had come, like you said before, it's good to look back and see how far you've come. She goes, Leah, you don't realize what you've done. You're so busy focusing on what's next that you haven't given yourself a chance to enjoy and celebrate what you've done. So that's another tip for for entrepreneurs out there. Celebrate your victories. Look at the little things that you have accomplished and don't let them be overcome you know, by, by the things that you haven't done. I was so consumed with what I was looking to do that I, I failed to, to notice what I had already done.
4: Mm-hmm. That is that that is so significant, and we're we're always uh, putting ourselves down when mm-hmm. we're in that state of mind. And it's important to change that state and celebrate those victories. And even if you know, let's say you're in the in the mode of telemarketing for your business. I mean, mm-hmm. we all have to make phone calls from time to time, you know. And and you're you're getting those rejections. Celebrate the phone calls. Celebrate the fact that you picked up the phone ten times today. And and call 10 yeah. strangers to market your business or whatever right. you're doing. Find something to celebrate. We sure have covered excuse me, a lot of great tips today for people with with journaling and talking to the fear and facing the fear and celebration and such. And, you know, a lot of people, Leah, I think probably the majority of people out there think that they can't afford a coach. Uh, You and I have found ways in our practices uh, to make it affordable. Mm -hmm. Uh, Talk to me about
3: who can and cannot afford a
4: coach and how you've addressed that problem.
3: I, I think Thank you, Marla. I think that we are all recognizing that there are certain people in different levels of their business, some are ready for private coaching and one on one that one on one attention. But the feedback I have received is that I have a lot of people who would love to work with me and I speak to them, but they, they're just at the beginning of their business or they're not in a place where they can spend five or six hundred dollars a month for a private coach. So what I have just decided to do and I'm opening up my, my new coaching gym where I'm excited because it's it's meant to be like a a lot of accountability, and this is what, you know, based on the feedback I have gotten from my clients, they like having someone there who knows what they're doing, whether or not they're going to speak to me or not, they know that they've told me they're going to make X amount of phone calls, or they're going to finish their bio today, or whatever, whatever task that they have set themselves to do and if they put it in writing to someone or tell someone then they feel like they have to be accountable for that so my coaching gym has been set up so that they send me an email once a week about what their plans are what their goals for the week just that one week and not to get too far ahead of themselves and then two times a month I have the gym is open it's like a you know like a gymnasium like that you go to and work out it's open gym and you call me and you get 15 20 minutes to get laser coaching from me and we just I keep them on track. So if anyone is interested in something like this my my gift to your listeners today, I will offer a complimentary coaching session for anyone who wants to either speak with me I will give a 30 minute session, we'll do some real laser coaching, even if they're not interested in, in the gym, but I, I would love to do that for people. So if you want, email me Leah at leahjansen.com and I would love to help you with a particular problem or talk about any products or services that I have because I've been there, I'm still doing it and I I've, I've had a very successful 2 years in business and I would love to help people shorten that learning curve a little bit and um you know maybe give them some some tips so that they don't make the same mistakes that I made right? <laughs> we learn from our mistakes.
4: Oh, that is so generous, Leah. I, I certainly advise all of you to take uh, advantage of that generous offer. That's fabulous. And you're right. And that, Leah, is yet another fabulous thing about working with a coach or a mentor is that you get to bypass a lot yeah. of the common mistakes. And, oh, dear Lord, Lord, I wish I would have done that with my coffee house when I opened it instead mm. of nearing the end of where I sold it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um you do. And, you know, coaches, I always call myself a coach consultant because. <laughs> mm, that's good. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because coaches traditionally don't advise, we don't tell people what the next best step might be. Mm-hmm. But there's the flip side of that where you and I have seen and heard it all. And we've seen entrepreneurs make devastating, costly mistakes. Yeah. And so our clients do get to draw from our experience where we say,
3: no, 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 let's talk about another option. <laughs> right. Let's talk about another another way of doing that, right?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's so many. To coaching. Why well, yeah, I- are
3: you there? Yeah, can you? Yeah, are we here, Leah? I can't. I was. I was losing you. I couldn't hear you there for a second. Oh, Go okay. Uh, Leah, can you um,
4: tell us what you did before? You know, in your your career before you were coaching? I'm curious.
3: Yes, I was a guidance counselor. Uh, I was a high school and a middle school guidance counselor for twelve, almost thirteen years before I decided to become a coach. So I spent so much time helping parents, helping kids, helping teachers, just, I found the process of of talking and listening, you know, having them talk to me and listen. It was a natural step for me. But I had always wanted to be a life coach. I just, I heard about it years, about fifteen years ago, and I said that is something so cool that I could do from home and start my own business. And I always wanted to have my own business. It's just one of those dreams that I had. But you know, to actually see it all the way through and do the training and and, and open up the business and have a website and a radio show, mm-hmm. I, I never would have imagined it. It was it was really.
1: Now, you might think one's youth was sad because right. he had a deaf ear, mommy, and dad. Right. But that ain't the case. Nope. It wasn't his strength. No, the walls never struggled to communicate. Ha. <laughs> Y'all wear your hands. Look who's on. I'll go to Maggie, then he's number
4: one. It's that well, that's that's amazingly. It sounds like you had a fantastic career to build upon that really took you into your dream career so that you could be with your family more. That's fantastic.
3: Yeah, it was a good, it was a good step from that into, into this. I had that confidence, you know, behind. I have a master's in counseling, so I, I had that those skills already in place. But the business side of what I what I do was that was the scary piece. That was the the really steep learning curve was how to put this together and market myself and promote and social media. I didn't know anything about Twitter or LinkedIn or any of those um, you know those soja- social media outlets. So that has been especially challenging. But I love it. I really do. I love learning something new. And every day I wake up and say. I wonder what's going to happen today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You yep. never know who's going to call or you're going to get an email from someone. Or I, I just love that, uh, you know, that every day is new and different. So I'm enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying the ride. Yeah, it
4: is. It's very exciting. Leah, how did you – that brings up a whole other topic. Again, how did you learn about social media? Was it just about taking the plunge for you? Did you take workshops? How did you do that?
3: I taught myself. I did not take any workshops. I really spent time, and I encourage everybody when I talk to people about it, I spent time. I watched people on Twitter. I learned how to, you know, what they do, how the lingo is, and and Facebook, and I just, you know what, I, I do so much, and that's just a big thing that I personally do is You know, find someone you look up to and admire and their business and how they're conducting their business and follow them. Be a stalker. It's okay, you know, and watch what they do and how they do it and just learn from people who you respect. And yeah. I, I did that and it really helped me sort of carve out my own social media, you know, perso- my own persona because I think it's important. But it's time consuming, you know, and I've been a little bit, I've been a little bit off lately because of the baby. I haven't been oh. quite as active, but I know that it's, it's just, it's it's free advertising. That's how I look at it, and I say if you can really embrace this, um, you know, social media and and interact with people and engage with people, it's 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 a very important tool, as you know. Uh, and doing a podcast is a sink or swim
4: event, right? Oh I, yes, it will get you into social media faster than anything. <laughs> <laughs> so That's everybody, so know true. <laughs> Call Toginet Net and get on the air. <laughs> oh, you'll
3: love it. It's so much fun, and it really talk about facing your fears. You know what? You have to just sink or swim. I love that. That's perfect. Just dive in, and if you sink, it's okay. You'll swim back up to the top, and next time you won't sink as far, and you'll be Got before it. you know it, you'll be swimming away. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: Leah, this has been so delightful. And I'd like to remind everyone of your generous offer of a complimentary coaching session. I would advise anyone listening to do that, and you can find Leah again at leahjensen.com l e a h j-a-n-t-z-e-n dot com and I sure hope we can do this again because this has been, I think, a fabulous experience. (laughs) Thank you. Such a
3: treat. You're so welcome, Marla. Such a treat to be on with you. You're such an inspiration to so many people and your work is wonderful. Thank you for, for having me. Thank you. Bye, everyone. See you next week.
1: Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Chewbacca on TogiNet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure...